and welcome to With This Book We Can. I'm Lynette Barker. And I'm Kerry Gittins. We're teacher librarians passionate about literature and how to bring stories to life in the classroom. We acknowledge the First Peoples of Australia as the first storytellers. Your stories and experiences are the heart of this country. In particular, we acknowledge the Awabakal people, the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording today. And now we've got a very interesting story today, Lynette. It's cute. There's it's no gorgeous, other word. Isn't it? yeah. It's a CBCA nominated book and it's called Frank's Red Hat by Sean E. Avery. And the blurb on the back says Frank is full of ideas. Some are good and some are not. But when Frank gets a colourful idea in and on his head, will a few nervous penguins stop him from sharing it? Kerry, we both thought as soon as we read this, our minds went to. Um, designing and design process. Absolutely. We sort of we tend to go off with our books into geography and history. This one took us straight away into science for a number of reasons. Also geography because of the location. But basically, Frank and I think everyone who's listening probably has read this book. But Frank designs a, a hat. He turns up with his hat at and his penguin colony, and they all get very nervous because, of course, everything's black and white where they're living. And sadly, the person wearing the hat is eaten by a whale. So did the hat have anything to do with that? This is the question they're all wondering. That's the burning question, isn't it? Yes. Frank's adamant, no, the hat had nothing to do with it. But the other penguins, not so sure. And that's the thing. I think people are – it's very hard when change happens and especially – in this particular story where everything was black and white and then they introduced the red colour and the hat. So as Frank said, the hat had nothing to do with it, but did it? Was it the colour or was it just that the penguins were adverse to change and they knew that something bad was going to happen? But yeah. And to Frank's credit, he then goes and ponders it, does a bit of reflecting and decides to try a few different hats, a lot of different colours, and they're still not convinced. However, another character in the story thinks he has a great idea. And I think we both love the part in the story where he says he wasn't going to let a few nervous penguins stop him from doing what he loved best and there's a twist at the end to what he creates. So thinking about taking it straight into science, that's where we headed. Yep. We looked at the design process. Now you have taught with the design process a bit. I have, yes. I've taught in a previous school with a design process and it works really well. It doesn't doesn't have to be mainly for older children. You can use it with we're aiming this at stage one. And so what we wanted to do was to try and get the, the children to use that design thinking process but also to look at the story and see did Frank actually use the full design thinking process or did he just dive right into the middle of it without worrying about the beginning bits so the design thinking process is based on six stages. It's empathise, design, ideate, prototype, test and then reflect. So Frank didn't empathise. He didn't really define anything. He just had this idea. So he ideated and then he made his prototype and then he didn't really test it out. He just brought it out there to everybody and said, oh, this is really wonderful. No, it's going to be fine. Yes, it's a bit of change, but that's okay. And then, of course, when the poor penguin that he chose to share his hat with got eaten by the killer whale. Neville. Oh, Neville, that's right. All the other penguins went, oh, no, 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 we don't want that. When you begin the process, you have to start talking to them about, okay, so what is it that we want to make and why? 
Why is that so important to you? And is it a problem for everyone or is it just a problem for you? For Frank, his head was cold and he just wanted to put a hat on. Obviously, that wasn't an issue for the others. No, that's right. And so I think that once once you get your students to empathise and then you can define, you drill down into what you think you really want to make and then you let them come up with some ideas. So there's lots of brainstorming that's done with the design thinking process. And then you get them to make their prototype and then they test it out and they have, they keep their results and then they take another look at them and then they reflect. And so you get some feedback mm. on whether the design actually worked and was it useful for the purpose that they originally had intended it for. I did like that Frank thought the, the issue was the colour. Yes. So off he went to change the colour. The Penguins felt it was more just the whole idea of a hat. That's right. And yet the seals absolutely loved it and loved it was all the great. colours of the hats. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So that goes, the design process, which is so perfect for this, fits in our science curriculum. Mm-hmm. And it also dovetails in beautifully to the material world outcome. Now in stage one, which is I think where you could really play around with this, although really it'd be a stimulus for any grade. But in stage one, material world, we were looking at the outcome where it says identifies that materials can be changed and combined and there's users, materials, tools and equipment to develop a solution for a need or opportunity. So there's two outcomes there. And also there's a third one is describe how the properties of materials determine their use. So Kerry and I, we were chatting about could you actually make a hat and then decorate it with materials or even when you make the hat have specific materials you want to use and look at the ones that are suited to an environment, particularly the Antarctic, where they were, um, I'm guessing they were. Um, and one of the testing and evaluating uh, statements in the curriculum says, identify the positive and negative impact of a design solution within an environment. So if you go into the material world syllabus unit, I think you'll see a lot of connections depending on what way you want to take it. And we thought that also if they... They did make a hat, as Frank did in the story. It would make the story come more alive for them. And we were thinking that if they made it out of different materials, initially we thought we we talked about it being made out of paper and then bringing some recycled materials in from home and putting those recycled materials on the hat and then thinking, you actually brought up, Lynette, whether it would it be waterproof when you mm. take it outside or is it is the size right? Is, are the materials right so that it stays on your head? So is it heavy enough to stay on your head and all of those sort of things? We thought it would be a good way for the children to get involved in that design thinking process. And explore it all. So, I mean, Frank really just used wool. He didn't look at any other options. So it'd be interesting to see what the children come up with. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's great when you say, when you, when you ask the children to bring stuff in from home because they might bring in some cloth, they might bring in some cardboard, they might bring in some wool or even some vinyl or foil Mm. or something like that. So it would be a really good way for them to test all of those different materials that come in. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be such so fun. And we thought too that because you need to test and assess, a good way of for stage one children to keep a record of what they were making and the process itself, that it would be a great idea for them to take photographs at the various stages so that then they could actually see the whole process laid out in front of them at the very end of it all. And that links straight across to the Information Fluency Framework, the innovative element and um, 
2.1 is discuss and evaluate ideas. So it's perfect for that. And we thought with geography it would lend itself perfectly in the stage one concepts continuum um, of place, which is location and features of local places and other places in the world. And that would then correlate really well with the tools continuum for stage one is pictorial maps, large-scale maps, world map and the globe. So they're some information processing skills from the geography continuum that you could use in your lessons as well. Definitely. Where's Frank? And, of course, then in our information processing, we go across to looking at reading an atlas and where we can find information about different countries. And because we're dealing with maps and images, we could say – Going across into the English syllabus, in the writing outcome, there is content there that says, use drawings, images and mind maps to support planning and writing. So you can just see whether it's geography with the map and the atlas or whether it's science with looking at our design plans. There's a lot of imagery here, a lot of um, visual clues to what's happening. So we're really looking at how we get information from more than just written text but actual Pictures. That's right. And we also thought that if we went across to the um, mentor concepts in English, that we could focus on character. And that says in, in the mentor concept how they look, how the character looks, what they say and do, and their thoughts. And so when we talked about this book earlier, Frank didn't necessarily at the beginning look different from everybody else, but as soon as he put the hat on, that made him stand out from everyone else. And he also thought differently. He wasn't scared to wear something that was a bit different or to, to be a bit different, whereas the others were all, oh, no, no, no. So you could really see the difference in personality just by his wanting to be out there and to try something new. So change is hard and it requires persistence and I we saw that in Frank. He didn't waver. And it's a real belief in yourself that, that what you are doing is the right thing to do for you. Yeah, he did take on some feedback though. I guess when he went to change the colour of the hat, it showed a bit of a collaborative nature perhaps. Still couldn't win them over, but, you know, he he tried. He did, but he won the seals over in the end, so spoiler alert if you haven't read the book. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So it's a great stimulus and then you just have to decide in your classroom where you want to take it to enrich the learning and the programming you have planned. Great book, Kerry. Yeah, and a wonderful one to use in the classroom. 